Thank you for listening to the Lunch Pail Guys podcast. If you enjoy the show and want to support us, the best ways are to leave a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at lunchpailguys underscore. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for the second episode of the 165th week of the Lunch Pail Guys podcast. Same crew as our last episode. Jared's here, Aiden's here, and Wyatt's here. We've got a good show for you. We're going to talk about some Burrow-Mahomes-type rivalry stuff, take a little break for our ad read, and then come back for some sports auction trivia, bringing back a segment that we debuted back in May. Uh, but we'll get started uh, with our NFL talk. In our last episode, if you've listened, uh, we talked about our previews for the conference championship games. If you haven't listened already, go back and listen, download and everything. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about the AFC Championship game, specifically a big narrative surrounding it. So ever since their epic playoff game last year, everybody has seemed to deem Josh Allen as the sort of big challenger to Patrick Mahomes for that matchup to sort of be Brady Manning of this era. But Burrow beat Allen this week to set up a second straight AFC Conference Championship rematch with Mahomes. So Jared, I'll ask you this. Is Burrow Mahomes likely to be the next great NFL quarterback rivalry and not Allen Mahomes? I actually don't think so. Um, I think quarterback rivalries and their stories are built up are like built up around in a way that's kind of fickle and that a lot of groundwork has already been laid for the Josh Allen Mahomes rivalry. I don't know. I have a couple theories on what would dislodge it, but I'm not sure if they're going to happen. So like for one, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes were drafted a little bit closer together like 2017 and 2018 where Joe Burrow was at 2020. Um pandemic guy and i like you said in the in the intro their their epic playoff game last season i feel like really just put like a lot of cement in like the all right yeah it's alan it's alan mahomes at this point um and if you look at like the last the last um rivalry which you mentioned being brady and manning that even was like it's kind of interesting who gets left out i guess um they were drafted like decently close together i guess 1998 2000 but then you also have Drew Brees, who was drafted in 2001, who has all the individual accolades and a Super Bowl, but isn't really part of that rivalry, right? You also have Aaron Rodgers, who's also one of the best to do it, overlapped during a lot of their time, drafted a little bit later. And I think the rebuttal you could use for them is like, okay, Rodgers and Brees were NFC quarterbacks. They're not facing each other as much as Brady and Manny uh, were because they were primi- primarily in the AFC, right? But then you also have Big Ben, who isn't a part of that conversation, but he had a lot of success at a young age. Like when the, the Steelers won their first Super Bowl with Big Ben in 2006, he was only 23 and was the youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl. I'm not sure if that's been surpassed since, um, but at the time, he was, definitely was the youngest. Then they won another Super Bowl two seasons later. So he got two, on his, two down on his belt. He is not part of that conversation whatsoever between Brady and Manning. And you might say that, like, oh, Big Ben never had an MVP, but Burrow and Josh Allen, obviously they're still young. They don't have one either. And Big Ben has a lot of individual success to his name. He's fifth all-time in passing yards, eighth all-time in passing touchdowns. So what I think is actually kind of shaping up right now, this is going to sound like a shot but it, it's because it's not a perfect comparison, but I think Burrow is going to kind of be like the Eli Manning and where I obviously think Burrow is way better than Eli. <laughs> But I mean it in the sense where he's going to beat the presumed GOAT when it matters most more often, basically. Like, if not for Eli Manning, Brady would have nine rings right now. And Burrow's just going to get in the way of Mahomes getting more rings, I think. I think the narrative is still mostly going to be Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, because of what they physically can do and their talents. 
are a little bit more closely aligned, a little bit more like flashy. And again, the rivalry's already been cemented, I think. And it's really hard to dislodge it. Like even Big Ben could not dislodge it with his two early Super Bowl wins. Drew Brees didn't dislodge it. Aaron Rodgers didn't. All those guys. I think for the narrative to truly become Burrow Mahomes, it'd probably have to mean that like very frequently they are the only obstacle to each other in the AFC, which would mean that Josh Allen and the Bills are either always losing to Burrow or they're losing to some random team, and therefore Josh Allen is never meeting Mahomes in the playoffs. I think that's the only way where this, where it becomes something other than Josh Allen Mahomes, short of like one of them like imploding and or something, which I don't, I hope and I don't think will happen. The other option is we could get like a three-way battle between all three of those guys in the AFC. They're undoubtedly the best, but I think it's honestly what it's going to be is it's going to be like it's Josh Allen, it's Mahomes, and then Joe Burrow just kind of gets in and messes that up like Eli Manning did <laughs> for Tom Brady. That's what I think it's going to be. And again, I, I, another I thing too, is, it's not yeah. it's not like I'm not saying that Joe Burrow isn't the first or second best quarter. It's it is Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes right now. I just don't think that's going to be the narrative and the rivalry. I think it's still going to be Allen and Mahomes. Yeah, I think that scenario that you laid out, where it's like Burrow and Mahomes are the only ones in each other's way of winning titles, is like an incredibly likely scenario. Like I think that like well you're like well it's the only way it could happen, but I think that that's like incredibly likely. I think like. The Bills have regressed in the past few years, um, from 2020 back until now. Haven't made it past the divisional round the past couple of years. And I think, again, so much of these narratives is team success. And I think it's a little bit different in the Brady-Manning one because they both did have a fair amount of team success. They were each other's biggest competitors. But if the Bills stop being a big competitor... It doesn't really matter what the narrative is, like you had mentioned, like that scenario playing out. And I think the way we're looking at things is that the Bengals and the Chiefs for the year for for like the foreseeable future. Um, I mean, Joe Burrow mentioned it um, when he's like, "What's the championship window of my whole career?" Like, I think there's some truth to that. And I think that like if you're projecting out down 15, 20 years down the line, who's gonna have the bigger matchups in the playoff? Who is gonna be sort of getting in each other's way of putting titles, I think it's Burrow and Mahomes, not necessarily Allen and Mahomes. You don't think the Bills will be involved in future years? Like, I understand. They definitely regressed this year. I mean, like, they had a... What? I think it'll be more like the Big Ben. Yeah, I think so, too. But I don't think the Big Ben thing is like any of these, because Big Ben was never viewed as like a... Like, yes, he has the, you know, volume stats to stand up with a lot of these guys, just because he was in a super passing-heavy era. But, like, he was never viewed as good or as dominant a passer as Manning or Brady. And he was not... Like, we all knew the Steelers, he was a great player for them but like it was their defense and a lot of times their rushing attack that was like their identity more so than just being a like pass attack the way that Brady and Manning were and the way that Mahomes or Burrow or even Allen I think are like I think those are different cases even if those teams saw saw each other frequently He's more Big Ben in the sense that he might get two. He might get two chances to beat or get past or make an appearance in the, in the um, AFC. I also think part of the thing, and this isn't necessarily disrespectful to other quarterbacks or quarterbacks of the past, it's not 
although older players would push back, it's not disrespectful to say that newer players are better. That as time goes on, these players get better at the game because they know more about it. Right now, the AFC, it's not just Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen is talented. Justin Herbert, we believe, is talented. Lamar Jackson, if he stays with the Ravens, is talented. Trevor Lawrence has arrived. He is talented. And they may or may not get get more people. Uh, what if Caleb Williams finds his way over into the AFC somehow? Like, there's a chance that, like, the rest of the AFC ends up fleshing out into being a really talented group of players. Um, Bryce Young, presumably, would probably be over there. CJ Stroud in some capacity. You know, like, these players, like, Tom Brady never had to go against so many of these players. So there might be more parity amongst the AFC to where the there's not really a rivalry. But, Jared, I think part of the reason why we anoint Joe Burrow as the rival is because of the postseason success. Because, right, like, Manning was, and I think he's probably he's probably Brady in this scenario, but Manning was 3-2 and two against Tom Brady all-time in the playoffs. Right and Patrick Mahomes or in and Brady was more of like a regular season success. He had two wins. Brady <laughs> did have two wins against Patrick. Or I keep saying Brady had two wins against uh, Peyton Manning in the playoffs, um, and of course Manning had three wins against Tom Brady. So it kind of balanced out. But I think right now it's more about the fact that Joe Burrow has had continued playoff success against now Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. And he's met him twice now, two years in a row, in the AFC Championship game, where it's not like... Yeah, well, yeah, I guess I'm not saying... It's not like it's a I'm fluke. not saying that, like, Burrow isn't talented or that his, like... What am I... I'm just, say, I'm just saying I don't think Bur- Burrow just, like, for some reason, does not feel like he's in the same conversation. He feels like he's in a different conversation that is, like, equally as important, but, like not in the same he just doesn't feel like in the same in a way like generation as Allen and and, uh Mahomes do he feels like I don't know he just feels like part of it I don't know it's it's kind of interesting but I think a lot of groundwork has already been laid he's just as far as yeah I think he's just as far as part of Peyton and and Brady were 27 is that not true 98 and 2000 Brady and, were Brady and Manny were, yeah, were two years apart. 20, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, know, quick follow-up before we move yeah. on. Um, this was thrown into the headlines, so I'll ask it to the, uh, to the group. Is Burrow then in a better position to pass Tom Brady uh, than Mahomes? Yeah. No. Agreed. <laughs> no. No. I mean, Patrick Mahomes right now, he's probably he's going to win his second MVP this year. He already has a ring. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes, also with the head start, has better st- statistics. I mean, even on a given year, he's going to throw more touchdowns. He's going to throw more yards. Their head coach is better. I'm going to give Zach Taylor a lot of credit for the way that he's grown so far this year. Um, and Andy Reid will not be around forever. I know that as well. But Patrick Mahomes right now has achieved more. I mean, Joe Burrow literally just made his first Pro Bowl, I think, this year. So, like, it's... Patrick Mahomes is locked in at the Pro Bowl. He This is his fifth time hosting the AFC championship game. So it's like it's – he he's – I know that we're kind of washed out from some of the incredibleness of his, the way he plays. He truly is incredible. Um, and he's now has – Mahomes is 27, Burrow is 26. Especially if he wins this year. Mahomes has the Super Bowl. I feel like he's 
Like that's enough to end the conversation there as to who's more likely to pass. With that said, it seems extremely unlikely that either will. I don't know what our measure for goat is. I don't think any, either of them is going to get seven rings because that's just an absurd amount. And the could fact that Tom Brady's already time. beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl, I don't even. I don't know if there's anything yeah. that Mahomes maybe could ever do. It's kind of like the LeBron MJ yeah. thing, where like, well, you you can't go, <laughs> yeah. you can't go 100 percent and your finals record. So like, LeBron will never be better. I think he could. Yeah. Where now and maybe in this case, it's like. Yeah. What what do you think? Why? What do you think Mahomes would have to do to pass Brady? Would he need ten <laughs> rings or something? <laughs> like, I you know, what does he need to match him in? Really, I don't think he has to match him in rings. I think one he, I think one right now he's already passed the eye test. Like when you look at, even if you look at older <laughs> videos of Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes is definitely better, right? And um, he's probably going to win more MVPs. And I bet you if if. Once you once you win four rings as a quarterback, you're put in that upper echelon of like you're one of the three or four greatest players. And I think that if if Patrick Mahomes wins four, then he's in the conversation, if not already, the greatest quarterback of all time. Like he'll win four, he'll have multiple MVPs, he'll eclipse every other quarterback in any statistical category from touchdowns to yards to whatever it might be. So I think that <clears throat> He doesn't have to match him ring for ring. I don't. I don't think anyone's ever going to do it. I think Brady also is as talented as he is. He was also a little bit right place, right time in, in some situations, you know. So it's not always the case. And like I said, there's going to be more parity in the AFC now than there was when Tom Brady was around. I mean, Peyton Manning was talented, Big Ben was talented, but there was never really this much talent in one conference at a given time. Ta- players are getting better. Teams are getting better. And I don't know if Patrick Mahomes, if you're, if we're talking objectively to objective people, you're talking to Skip Bayless, probably not. Um, but you probably, I think that's but been impressive too I don't think he has to match Chiefs, him ring for ring. Is that even when they gave Mahomes like what, like half a billion dollars or something, they haven't really lost a step. Like they lost Tyreek Hill, I guess, to that, mm. but their offense has still been super good. <laughs> so that's been really impressive yeah. that he, he like, he's been willing to, or he, Mahomes has been able to cover the slack that you have to, if you're going to take up, that much of the salary, which has been really impressive. Not many quarterbacks can do it. It's true. I feel like, though, with extensions like that, it's not the initial years that you feel it. It's the later years yeah. when you start to squeeze stuff. So I don't know. Um, but it's been, well, hasn't it been yeah, you're right, that's two so or three years? Has it been two years at this point? Three, maybe? It's been two years, I think. Sense so, it. Yeah, we'll see. Which is yeah, yeah, a bit of time. No, I mean that's true. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like the to um, go. potential point in favor of Burrow, and this isn't this is agnostic of their injury histories. So I mean, it could could be different, but Burrow is more traditional, more like Brady. I feel like than Mahomes is, and so he could potentially have the longevity that Brady has, or I'd I'd expect him to have that longevity more so than Mahomes, who relies a bit more on his athleticism to scramble around and whatnot and make plays. And so I could see the the argument that Burrow could last longer, given that all these GOAT things are, to some degree, a longevity thing. I mean, with Brady, I feel like especially it's not. This athletic training is getting better. Like, they're going to be playing until they're, like, 60 in in 20 years. (laughs) Like, who knows? Forcibly retire yes. at yeah exactly. <laughs> It'd be like 65, 65 is gonna be the retirement age for quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Just like every <laughs> every other exactly. <laughs> um, 
All right. Well, with that, we are going to move on to our next segment. But before that, a message from our sponsors. Four NFL games, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Not a new customer? You can feel the championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet just $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. All right, welcome back. Uh, our last segment of the week and of the show, uh, we're bringing back a segment we debuted in May. You know we're a fan of occasional trivia on here. Uh, back in May, we did a segment uh, where we guessed the prices of sports auction items, um, listed off 10 of them. Whoever got the closest each round got a point. Whoever had the most points at the end one um and we're gonna do something similar well not similar we're gonna do the exact same thing again this week there have been a lot of actually and doing my research for the segment there's been a lot of huge sports auction items that have gone off even in the last uh seven or eight months since we did this segment uh which will be included so hopefully nobody has been doing uh any research on this uh or cheating in any way gotta go in blind um do we want to do prices right rules so you can't go over or do we just want to do closest overall Price is right rules, but that's that's just true. Me. Sure. Okay. Okay. So this $1. is the cl- you have to get the closest without going over. If everybody goes over, then we'll just everybody will guess again. Mm. Actually, closest. No points. I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No points. Oh shoot. Okay. And nobody gets one dollar. Don't be a. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I do that last time. What do you? Why are you calling me out? I think you out? did do it last time. Oh, I, think I did it last shoot. time. Okay. All right, we'll get started. Um, we're gonna rotate every round. So, Aiden, you're gonna have the first guess this round, then Wyatt the next round, Jared the round after that, and we'll just rotate through the last round. We're gonna do in reverse order of total points. Okay. So, is that what would give the competitive advantage? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think so. Whoever's in first place goes. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, so the first thing is the founding rules. No, you're right, Aiden. You'll go in order of points. So the person last. Let's make sure we recap all thought, the rules yeah, here exactly. before we, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we actually yeah, yeah, for everybody taking notes at home on the rules. Um, basically, you could have skipped the last two minutes. We're just going to guess the price of sports <laughs> items and how much they auctioned off for. Whoever does the best wins. You guess closest, can't go over. And we're going to start with the founding rules of baseball from 1857. They were sold at auction in 2016. In them, baseball was two words. Uh, Aiden, how much do you think the founding rules of baseball sold for? I remember, didn't last time we do the founding rules of basketball? Or so I, did, yes. that. I feel like it was a lot of money, but maybe that was after this. I'm going to say $2.3 million. All right, your guess has been recorded. Next up is Wyatt what's your guess the question is how much are the unwritten rules of baseball <laughs> exactly <laughs> they follow those more closely. I think none of those I'm um <laughs> I'm gonna go with nine thousand dollars 
right. Pretty much one dollar. <laughs> Jared, you lost up. Seven hundred. I'm going seven hundred twenty thousand. Seven hundred twenty thousand. Well, the good news is, is that nobody went over. The answer is three point two six million. Uh, so Aiden takes our first round. Wasn't the basketball like? It was something it was super than... high, right? Yeah, it was like eight million. Oh, was it? I remember it being oh, cheap. I didn't remember that. Crazy. Yeah, I thought it was cheap. I thought it, I reason, thought it was but... way cheap. I thought it was like, oh, it's it's twelve thousand dollars. Those were like the dentures Next or something. Up? Like Yogi yeah, Bear's dentures something. or something. Don't worry, they're 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 gonna be some equally chaotic ones. Uh, on <laughs> okay. Start starting with this next one. How much did cake from Joe DiMaggio's first wedding in 1939 uh, sell for? 53 years later in 1992. So somebody went to Joe DiMaggio's wedding, got some cake, held on to it for 50 years, and then auctioned it off. Uh, Wyatt, you're starting here. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I'm going to go with 150 bucks. All right. Next up is Jared. How much do you think this Yankee Greats uh, wedding cake sold for 50 years later? I know it's like 1300 All right. Aiden, you're last up. I feel like strategically I should go more. Um, yeah, go over. sad. Anyway, so oh. yeah, we're going to do four. Uh, I should do 30. I'm going to do 1301. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the game, okay? <laughs> you're going to play the game. Uh, well, who cares that you played the game because the answer is $715, oh, so Wyatt wins that round. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. See, I thought something like that would be crazy expensive, uh, but no, only $750. $715. Yeah, they should have asked me. I would have paid more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I got a fridge. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Next up is Gum Chewed by former Arizona Diamondbacks player Luis Gonzalez. Sold for auction in 2002 for how much money? Am I, am I first? Yes, you're up first, Jared. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. $150. $150? All right. Aiden. Was this at all like, was it important gum? Like, <laughs> nope, it was just Luis Gonzalez was, it was just showing any some gum, gum in 2002 at a game and somebody got it and auctioned it off. I'm going <laughs> to say. $50. <laughs> All right, Wyatt, your last up. I'll go with 85 I'll, I'll play the game. Mm. All right. Well, Jared, you are correct. Or you're not correct, but you're closest. It went for $10,000. What? Um, I, it went there must be something important about that gum. What the? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know who that is. to benefit high school Minnesota uh, high school Minnesota's like athletic funds or something. What the um, what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who That's that gross, person though. is. To be honest, I mean that man could have just been. He didn't need to play baseball. He could have just sat match. there and chewed gum for yeah, exactly for two minutes, and then that's ten thousand dollars <laughs> each piece. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we are going to go with a sort of more important in sports history championship uh, item: Muhammad Ali's. Rumble from the Jungle Championship Belt in 1974. Ooh. Um, sold for how much? Aiden, you're first up. When did it sell? Uh, 2022. So last year. Oh, shoot. Okay, I feel like it's going to be a lot. Inflation. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Where, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take my original calculation, multiply it by. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna say three three million. Okay. Um. Why you're up next? It's gotta be a lot. I'm gonna go with six million dollars. Mm. Wow. All right, Jared. I'm gonna play the rules, but like not like super bad. I'm gonna. I think it's like. <laughs> I'm going to say $7 million. I think it's more than that, though. All right. The winner is Wyatt. It is $6.18 million. Wow. Ooh, wow. Nice. Really good. I, I should have said 6.18. That's what I was guessing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is crazy because guess how much it sold for in 2017? $120,000. Oh, it's a Again, inflation. That's the... <laughs> inflation was at I did the math three thousand nine hundred eighty three percent increase between twenty seventeen and twenty twenty. Oh, you know who bought it? Crazy. <laughs> Jim Ursay, no, I don't. The owner no. of the Colts. Oh, he does How that. Do he does think? a lot of that, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a big collector. Yeah, and he tweeted about it. Oh. Oh, good okay. for him. All right, so we're entering our fifth item. White is currently winning with two. Mm. Uh, Jared and Aiden both have one. All right, we're going F1 for the next one. It is the 2020 Lewis Hamilton Topps Chrome F1 Super Fractor card. Uh, this card, which fetched the highest ever price for an F1 card, sold for how much in 2022? And we are starting with Wyatt. Jeez, I wish Jared was going first. Give me a better feel for this. <laughs> it's a card? It's like a, yeah, it's like, like a, a trading, trading card. card? Like a baseball card, yeah. $5,000. Okay, Jared. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna actually change my guess. <laughs> that, that that you went first. <laughs> I think so. I'm gonna say like two hundred thirty thousand. Mm. What were you okay. gonna guess before? It, like seven hundred eighty thousand. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's got to be more, right? If it's the most that it was ever sold for. So I mean, I, yeah, I'm gonna play the game, but not. Uh, you said it was the most it, it so. ever sold for. For for F one right an F one something yeah. I'm gonna say th- uh-huh. three hundred thousand I hope it doesn't fall in between them <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, Aiden you have won it went for nine hundred thousand dollars oh I should have said seven hundred dang it playing defense all right trivia defense here <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right halfway through Aiden is too wide is too Jared has won up next is Michael Jordan's game-worn game jersey from Game 1 of the 1998 NBA Finals, the famous Last Dance season. No way. How much did it auction off for in 2022? Uh, Jared, you're first up. Uh, $7 million. Okay. Oof. Aiden, you're next up. Yeah, I feel like it's probably around that. We'll do eight just for fun. $8 million. All right. Is this a special what? jersey? Or is it just like a regular? It's just the jersey he wore in Game One of the '98 Finals. Fifteen million dollars. Whoa! All right. Our winner is again Aiden Lewis. It went for ten point zero nine million dollars. Oh, shoot! Man. Oh shoot! In okay. 2022. Who bought that? All right. Okay. Sold it. Who like who like did 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 it? Did like an equipment manager like steal the jersey and be like, I'm I'm freaking keeping this for twenty years. That's a yeah. (laughs) 
It's like in the last time we did this, there was the, like the special Michael Jordan McDonald's sauce that, that some just like McDonald's manager oh, kept yeah. and sold for like tens of thousands of dollars. Yep. Wow. Uh, all right. Next up is Babe Ruth's first contract with the Yankees uh, from 1919. It sold for how much in 2017, Aiden? Oh, jeez. 2017. Okay. Six years. The, the 2017 market is way different from the 2022 <laughs> yeah. market, to be clear. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go 800,000. Okay. Wyatt, how much do you think? I'm going to go lower because that's the name of my game here. I'm going to go with 175,000. Mm. Okay, I'm going to play the game a little bit. Eight, 850,000. All right. And Jared, you have won. The answer is $996,000. So they are crazy what? off guesses. Um, you definitely would have said like $2 million if I guessed first. <laughs> <laughs> a fun fact Babe Ruth signed that contract for $10,000 like that was his salary so it sold for significantly more crazy. Um, oh, even if you in, in inflation adjusted it's still only 169000 in today's money wow sold for Morgan. six seven times that keep your contract the Yankees fleeced him holy moly <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> alright so it's currently eight and is three wide is two Jared is two um, next up is Kurt Schilling's Bloody Sock from Game 6 of the 2004 ALCS in which he pitched a win over the Yankees in that uh, very famous comeback. It was sold in 2013 uh, for how much and why you were first up. 2013, Bloody Sock, Kurt mm-hmm. Schilling. Can't say I know who that is. Um, the name's familiar. <laughs> the pickleball player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay. I'm trying to move fast. I'm gonna go with a bloody sock. Who would want that? I'm gonna go with seven no, I've been way off. I'm gonna go with fifty five thousand dollars. Okay. That's a good guess. Aiden, you're up. I'm up. I think it's gonna be a lot more than that. That's a like a very iconic moment. But it was this is twenty thirteen, you said? Twenty thirteen, so ten years ago. It's also gross and bloody. That, that is my, a good point. Could there. could give you some kind of yeah. Anyway, how much does somebody buy that gum for? <laughs> a lot of thousand okay. dollars. But that wasn't even relevant gum. You know, this is a relevant bloody sock. It's that, not was that like twenty twenty two though? I don't remember what year that yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh no, I think that was two thousand two, wasn't it? It was something. It was two thousand two. Yes. That's what it was from. Was that when it was sold? No, no, no. It, it was from and sold in two thousand two. Oh, did the Diamondbacks win that World Series? I feel like they did. No, they won the previous year. Uh, oh, one. Um, is that like the dot com boom uh, or something? What was going on? What was going on? I was five. I don't know. But... <laughs> exactly. Okay, I'm gonna. Go... I'm gonna go eight hundred thousand again. <laughs> no way. There's no way. <laughs> it's such an important yeah, yeah. sock. I like. I'm it going... Sticks out of my mind. I can see it. You know. I can't see can Bayford's contract. I'm going 90,000. Jared, that was an excellent guess. It is 92,613. I thought about it, but I was like, yeah. Again, they should have asked me. I would have paid 10 times the price for it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> One call and I would. It was, 
<laughs> yeah, it was bought by a New York-based collector named Al Tapper. Maybe he wanted to burn it to like yeah, uh, get funny. the memories out of the Yankees' loss. Uh, All right, we have two more. Three for Jared, three for Aiden, two for Wyatt. Um, next up is a game ticket from Jackie Robinson's MLB debut. It sold in 2022 and was bought by the current owner of the Milwaukee Brewers. So, Aiden, you're first up. Oh, jeez. It's like any time an owner buys it, it's got to be expensive, right? 100 bucks. <laughs> so, the, the face value of the ticket uh-huh. at the time. Oh, we reimburse you for that ticket. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to go... I keep guessing the same thing. Let's do let's do nine hundred fifty thousand. All right, Jared. Sorry, what was the, what was the item again? I kind of blanked out just to pull. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's a, a ticket stub from Jackie Robinson's first game. Oh wow. Mm. I'm gonna say. Um, I'm gonna say seven hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Why? How much does the Muhammad Ali belt go for? Uh, like six million. We go with one million dollars. No points will be awarded this round. I went over. Oh man. Yeah, four hundred eighty thousand dollars. What? Yeah, I guess it's not as cool as the belt, but because I was thinking (laughs) after, like, I guess there are probably a lot of those out there. Maybe I don't know how many people keep their stubs, but. Yeah. You know, it's not know. as unique as like a singular I item. Guess, I guess. Yeah, 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 that's true. All right, so we're gonna go. Why? Well, guess is last for this one. We'll have uh, Jared go first, Aiden second, and Wyatt third. Aiden went first for the first one, so he started it off. So I want to give him the. So he deserves this advantage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Aiden so, and I are tied. Is that what it is? <laughs> You both you both have three. Okay, yes. cool. And then uh, Wyatt has two. Um, All right, the last item is another sports card. It is the 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle rookie card. How much did this sell for in 2022? Jared, you're first up. I'm going to say 2.6 million. All right. Aiden. Dude, the 2022 market's crazy. Um, <laughs> <No>. I'm going. <laughs> you, what what kind of card was it? It was just tops. Rook, you said rookie? Yeah, Mickey Mantle uh, rookie card. Yeah. <laughs> Seven million? Wow. All right. What? I'm actually vaguely familiar with at least tops. Because I was doing some design research. Not Mickey Mantle, today. though. <laughs> no, no, no. I have no, no idea who that is. Yeah. I'm kidding. I do. Um, bought in 2022. Was it bought by somebody famous or no? We don't know. Uh, not that I'm aware of. Let's say it is. I'm going to go with $10 million. <laughs> oh. All right. And Wyatt, you have won. No! You are locked at a three way tie. <laughs> It went for $12.6 million. Wow. Oh my God. It is the most expensive sports item ever auctioned off. 
That's cr- the 2022 market is really? wild. Wait, I thought that was like Honus Wagner shit was like the most wow. <laughs> well, this happened like two months Sorry, ago. Sorry, so yeah, it surpassed it. Yes, yes, yes. It's crazy. Do we want me to find another item to break the tie, or do we just want to say everybody wins? Let's do one more. Let's just do closest. Okay. Yeah, yeah. closest to no prices yeah. right rules. Nope. Okay. Just to so make it easy. The first right, thing I'm gonna go back to the list of weirdest sports <laughs> items auctioned off. Um, Why don't look it up? I see I'm you looking, looking at, at something. Card. I'm looking at the top card. <laughs> you that cheat software? Yeah, time? exactly. Let's, yeah, I get huh? why it's eye scan. Do we do the Barry Sanders urinal last time? I don't think we did. Urinal? <laughs> I don't that doesn't sound familiar to me. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on, I'll look. Uh, no, it's not on there. Okay, so. Reading from sportscollectorsdigest.com. In an auction of leftover items from the Pontiac Silverdome in 2014, a man purchased a urinal from the home team's locker room for $23. An odd purchase in and of itself. But Mike Kozan, a Detroit Lions fan who already had a signed jersey hat and a football from Barry Sanders, decided as a joke with his girlfriend to try and get the Detroit to try and get Detroit's former star running back to sign the urinal as ESPN revealed. After hesitating, Sanders finally did it. A year later, Cozen put the signed urinal on eBay, where it sold for blank, with 17 people placing 46 bids. So, I don't know. How about everybody DM me a number, so this is fair. Uh, nobody gets an advantage. Closest two wins. What, what, sorry, what year was it sold again? Year? Yeah. Um... 2014 it looks ha- like. or no 2015 this has to be like five this is a gag all gonna dm me so it's like this is one of those purchases that it's like haha i have barry sanders urinal but it's not exactly yeah. something anybody's gonna sought out so i'm gonna go wait dm don't i've don't received an answer from jared i've received an answer from wyatt you haven't Why? received one from me. <laughs> I have not received an answer from Ada. Okay, I sent it like twenty seconds ago. Did you text it? I just uh, used, I just used the group. Did you? T- oh, you texted it. You texted. I texted. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and the winner of our sports trivia is yes, yes. <laughs> so Aiden DM me fifteen thousand. Wyatt four thousand. Jared thirty three thousand. It was sold for three thousand oh. dollars. How much was the the gum was like twelve thousand or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's ten thousand. I thought a urinal would be more more expensive than gum, but I guess not. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently, according to this website, which is also where I got the gum thing from, um, it was all like a big PR stunt to sell it for ten thousand dollars, and to just donate it to some high school. Oh, okay. Sure, the, high the Michael Jordan, oh. the Michael Jordan jersey was ten million, right? <clears throat> yeah. We would sell this podcast for ten million. Help us get to the ten million dollar valuation <laughs> by downloading this episode, following the show, so it'll download automatically for you if you follow the show. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at lunchpailguys_ underscore um, if you want more interactive engagement, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>